only female graduating and our only Glenbrook, Glenbrook graduate. Um, so if we can kind of hit the lights at the back, she did prepare a video um, for us today. So, yeah, so uh, just a quick reminder on the tips. Uh, again, tips are appreciated. Uh, if you do have a tip that you'd like to give, you can wait till the end of the night and do it all at once, or you can do individually. But if you do, if you don't mind, put the tips in the jar. Uh, the money that we raise tonight will go towards youth camp, and it will be split evenly amongst all participating. So please just put the money in the jar. Thank you very much. And uh, also, another quick reminder, since we've had so many tips come in already, uh, what we did, we went ahead and since, since the tips were so good, uh, we went ahead and made enough food for people to have seconds if you're hungry for some more. So this is like, uh, you know, if you just want to lift your hand, ask a server to bring you some more food. We have plenty, and believe me, I do not want to take this home. So please, if you have an empty plate, if you, yeah, if you have an empty plate and an empty stomach, please do not hesitate to ask for more. And once again, tips are appreciated. Hey guys, it's me Kaylee. I'm recording um, because I won't be there for the hamburger steak night. Um, I want to thank uh, Joel and Serena for um, allowing me this opportunity to speak knowing that I won't be here. Um, for them, you know, stepping up, answering the call to be our new youth pastors, and for them, like, advocating for the students for fundraising for church camp. I want to thank Matt and Allison Lede um, for being such amazing people. They were my youth pastors uh, from the moment I came in to move. Um, they're really great people, and I, I'm so very thankful that I had them in my life. Um, and I want to thank the church and our pastors. I've never really met a church that is so tightly knit and everybody knows everybody, everybody's family. Um, when I first came to CCAM in 2014, I was in the fifth grade. Um, I remember going in and everybody's coming up to me. They're like, hi, my name's so-and-so. What's your name? It's nice to meet you. I'm so glad you're here. And I was at a season in my life where I really just didn't want to be who I was and if I couldn't be somebody different then I didn't want to be there. You know, I really isolated myself and coming into CCAM and them being so welcoming and me having the presence of God there, it really just helped me um, on the path of who I am today. And um, I saw that again, you know, the closeness and the community we have here after my dad passed, um, I stopped coming to church. I was depressed. I, you know, I wasn't trying. And um, I would have messages from people, are you coming to church? Are you coming to church? And I just be like, no, I don't want to go to church. And um, I was cleaning my room one day and my mom had gotten us devotionals every single Easter since we started coming to CCAM. And um, I remember going through it and flipping to one page about isolation. Um, it was uh, 
Proverbs 18.1 says, A man who isolates himself seeks his own desires. He rages against all wise judgment. Some people live alone because friends and family have abandoned them. And that really spoke to me because I realized that I was kind of being selfish in a way that I was isolating myself. I wasn't wanting to go to church. I was blaming God for my dad passing away. And um, it's not really like an outlook on life that I needed to have. And so um, I think, I can't remember who texted me, but I texted him back, yes, I'm coming to church. And so I went to church that night and I cried. <laughs> I cried. Um, I felt his presence. I even signed up to go to church camp that year. I hadn't been at all since my dad had passed. And um, at church camp, like, I remember this one girl, she came up to me and she was like, you know, it's not your fault. You don't have to feel guilty. You don't have to feel blamed. And she had no idea who I was. She just came up to me and she's like, I feel like you need to know that and that God is here for you. And it just made me realize that I'm never truly alone, that God's always here for me. And, um, when I came back from church camp, uh, we got to speak and everything, and it just, I don't know. I'm very thankful to be a part of this church and to have um, the relationship with these people and the groups and then God. And I kind of get emotional when I'm talking about it. Uh, it's one of the things I don't talk about most is me turning away from God and blaming Him and uh, my isolation, my depression. I don't talk about it a lot, but I feel like I need to talk about this because a lot of people um, deal with depression and they deal with uh, isolating themselves and a lot of youth are going to go through that, especially with our schools being the way they are now. You're going to deal with friend groups changing. You're going to deal with bullying. And I just want to give encouragement that um, even if you do have like trouble at school, that you can always turn back to your church people, especially our youth group here. It's so close. And um, you always have your relationship with God. So... All right, so uh, as y'all are finishing up some of your dinner, uh, again, tips are appreciated. Uh, if you need more food, let us know. Um, the next uh, entertainment for the night is another one of our seniors graduated that has graduated. All of our seniors have graduated. So uh, tonight we will have uh, a speaker, uh, the first, the first in-person speaker, so give him a break. So anyways, uh, let's go ahead and uh, g give your attention up here, if you don't mind, as we have Mr. Joseph Lee coming up for your entertainment for the night. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, if that was, wasn't that an option, Joel? Can I just, can I just sing something and then don't have to talk? I'm just kidding. I wish I could do a video though. That would have been a lot easier, a whole lot easier. Um, if y'all don't know me, I'm Joseph Lee. It says it up there. Pretty cool. Um, my dad is Greg Lee. He 
he's the guy who who talks a lot and he he tends to get red when he talks about jesus um and then i'm i'm worried about his blood pressure um but uh yeah i just want to i want to thank everybody for coming uh it's really appreciated the youth really appreciates it um and i want to thank joel and serena for giving me this opportunity to speak i never really get to speak i'm always up there if you don't know i play keyboard for the church um yeah um and i i just really really appreciate this church i mean i came to this church when i was probably about eight years old i'd say um been here 10 years now um it doesn't feel like it. it feels about like two or three but um this church has grown me into who i am today and i think um without the church i would not be standing here the same especially but uh i'd probably still be here though <laughs> but uh not like this um but yeah it's it's just it's just really i really appreciate the church um and so i'm gonna get into the word uh tonight i'm gonna be talking about pursuing god through the process and process as in uncertainty and for me that's a big thing because you know i'm about to go to college and that college three hours away i'm going to ull in lafayette um yeah fun um and so right now in this time for me it's just it's really there's a lot of uncertainty but that doesn't mean that i should turn away from god you know um go to philippians 4 4 thank you always be full of joy in the lord i say it again rejoice so always praise the Lord, even if you feel like he isn't present in that moment. And as you start to praise the Lord more and acknowledge him, he will acknowledge you. Because I feel like for a lot of Christians, it's like we associate God with just a feeling. And it's like, oh, God, you're just here. And when you feel like he's not there, you're like, oh, well, then I don't I don't I don't know God. Well, the way it works is is God is you're it's a relationship christianity is a relationship um and i think for for me especially that's something i struggled with for a really long time um was just seeking god and really getting to know him personally because I, I grew up in the church um there was uh, there's a lot of times even still to this day that i don't want to be here sometimes um and i've been dragged here and that's that's everybody i know that's everybody and so um yeah and it's just it's very important to to find your own relationship with christ and and not just look to the church for for all your issues or other people um uh, go to verse six don't worry about anything instead pray about everything tell god what you need and thank him for all he has done pray about everything not just the things bothering you we are so quick to only tell god what is bothering us and we never tell him how good he is. We never do. Um, go to Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Yeah. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. It says seek his will in all you do, not just the things you want to give him. In everything you do, seek God and acknowledge him. Um, go to verse 7 please 
Uh, just the uh, NLT. Uh, Philippians 4-7. Sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't even specify. Thank you, Jenny. Um, then you experience God peace, which sings anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. Just keep that up there. Um, it's his peace that exceeds anything we can understand. Anything we can understand. When we, when we have a relationship with God and we acknowledge him and we praise him and we give him the things that we're worried about, you will experience peace in your life. And when you give God everything and, and you acknowledge him in all your ways, you will constantly have peace. Go to the Amplified Version. And the peace of God, that peace which reassures the heart, that peace which transcends all understanding, that peace which, that peace which stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Eventually, when you start giving things to God, even the little things, there's going to be things that you don't even know about that he's already taken care of. Just because you've proven that you trust him. And without trusting God, then what is he supposed to do? If we don't trust him, then how is he supposed to help us? Um, and then it says, stands guard over your hearts and your minds in Christ. Jesus is yours. That peace is yours. You take ownership of that peace. There's an exchange between you and God that happens when you when you trust him. You give him all your crap and your and your filth and all that stuff. And in, in exchange you get peace. That's pretty awesome, ain't it? So why don't we just trust God more? <laughs> so in closing, um, I just want to say that putting your trust in God is a really good idea. It, it is. And uh, it's something that takes a lot of time, and it's, it's not easy. Nothing in, nothing, nowhere in the Bible does it say Christianity is just this easy thing, because it's not. But it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And so, thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know where Joel went, but... Uh, yeah, uh, make sure you tip, please. I really want to, like, if, if, if we get up to the goal, I don't know what it is. I think it's 12,000. Is that the goal? I don't know where we're at now. But I really want to shave Terry's head because I'm going to be the one to do it. So that would be really awesome if you could do that. Tip. And then we got, we got Izzy over here. She's doing a great job. Y'all should give her some money. We got Mikey, he's doing great. I helped him with his bow tie, he's looking really good. So. Joel Gray, you are needed to the front. Huh? Oh yeah, also you can get seconds. Uh, I didn't prepare anything. I don't know. Hey, if y'all if y'all gave like some money, I would go up there and play something right now. How how much? I mean, I mean, I need at least hundred bucks. I'm not cheap. I'm not cheap. 
I'm fifty dollars an hour, okay? There we go. Okay, cool. All right. You gonna jump on the cage for a little while? I want to hear something, something Christian. Does it have to be Christian? You want to? You want to hear a worship song or like something secular that's appropriate? Appropriate secular. Go ahead. Appropriate secular. No, I'm asking for requests. Joseph will be entertaining us with music here in a second. Um, if you're done with your plates, the servers will be coming by to pick up the dirty plates and also to allow y'all to uh, decide on what y'all want for dessert. Um, real quick, guys, uh, we're going to have three options for desserts. We have a chocolate cake, a lemon cake, and we have cookies. Now, we have a variety of cookies. We have chocolate chip, macadamia nut, raisin oatmeals i don't know we got cookies chocolate and lemon uh the servers will be coming around to pick up your dirty plates if you still want extras we have plenty okay enjoy the music as joseph serenades us and prepare for your dessert the servers will be coming around shortly oh, thank you all right all right as dessert is being passed around, if there's any of the desserts you did not get to try, we still have plenty. Mr. Lee, is there something you did not get to try? Oh, he's stretching to make room for more food, or are you stretching because you want to give more tips? Ah, gotcha. Okay. Um, accepted. So, uh, again, the desserts are coming out. If you have any trash, they're going to be coming out to pick them up. Uh, after the dessert is plated, we will still serve you, but we will also allow our youth to begin eating at that time. So any youth that has not got a plate, after, this is, uh, after Jacob is done talking, uh, the youth is more than welcome to have a seat. So spread the word, youth. Y'all can sit down after Jacob is done and the people have gotten their stuff. If you need anything else, please don't hesitate to ask someone. Again, tonight is complimentary. Uh, it's all free. Everything here is free to you. But again, as we've said, tips are appreciated. Um, all right, so I do want y'all's attention up here real quick because we have our next entertainment for the night. Uh, and uh, his name is The King Jacob. Give us a round of applause for Jacob King. What's up? Oh, that's too heavy. Okay, never mind. Uh, before I start, I'd like to thank Joel and Serena for giving me this opportunity to speak tonight. And secondly, I want to thank all of y'all. Uh, I started going to this church uh, after a life in a, a more after a more typical life in a uh, Methodist church. So, needless to say, the uh, whole hand raising thing was a little odd right here. Is this good? Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Um, and the speaking in tongues was really weird. That came uh, a, little, a little later. And I'd be lying if I said I didn't mimic some of those around me. I appreciate it, Alex. You, you got me through a lot of uh, youth uh, sessions. <laughs> but it was a big adjustment. And uh, uh, I went from uh, being a choir boy thinking he knew what was up to knowing everybody's name for better or for worse. To immediately family in a new church, new environment with tons of different people. And I can't emphasize how much I want to thank God for leading me here and 
putting such great leaders in my life that still call me out, push me, and lead me, and lead by example. So thank you, and thank you all. But uh, here recently, I, I moved out. It was really weird. Uh, a lot of phone calls. A lot of uh, weird cats making noises outside of your house. That's it's really that's odd. Um, but uh, uh, I re I relied on myself a little too much though, and it took a toll. Uh, I'm sure all of y'all have moved out before, besides you know Will and Joe and you know Alex and Zoe, you know. <laughs> but uh, but when I finally put my pride aside, I let go of the world and I just submitted. It disappeared. While worshiping or really anything while in the presence, the biggest thing I always hear is just to submit and let him do his work. And if you're ever worshiping, you feel that weight in your chest. We all we all know the weight where you feel like you're just supposed to do something that you really just don't want to do. You feel anxious, you know. Then you're doing it wrong. Uh, when you when you truly submit, it goes away, and you're you're doing it right. And now, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, and now James four, not the whole chapter, because I realized it wasn't the whole chapter. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? You want what you don't have, so you scheme and kill to get it. You are jealous of what others have, but you can't get it. So you fight and wage war to take it away from them, yet you don't have what it, you want because you don't ask God for it. And, when you, and even when you ask, you don't get it because your motives are all wrong. You want only what you will give you pleasure. You adulterers, don't you realize that friendship with the world makes you an enemy of God? I say it again. If you want to be a friend of the world, you make yourself an enemy of God. Do you think the scriptures have no meaning? They say that God is passionate, that the spirit he has placed within us all should be faithful to him and him alone. And he gives grace generously, as the scripture says. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I want to, can we go back to that one? So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from, for, uh, from you. Eight. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and He will lift you, lift you up in honor. Don't speak evil against each other, dear brothers and sisters. If you criticize and judge each other, then you are criticizing and judging God's law. But your job is to obey the law, not to judge whether it applies to you. God alone who gave the law is the judge. He alone has the power to save or to destroy. So what right do you have to judge your neighbor? Um... I don't really feel like I need to explain any of that, to be honest. Just be humble. Stop being so prideful within the Lord and just be humble. Own up to everything you've done and just let your pride aside and just step into His presence and submit. But before I go, I've got one more thing, one more verse. Uh, Matthew six thirty four. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble.
uh, today's trouble's enough. You don't need to be worrying about what's tomorrow because, well, to be honest, that's not our problem right now. So, that, I mean, that, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, we're literally told that we have enough on our plate now, so don't throw on tomorrow's food. It's pretty simple. In practice, it gets rough, but with practice, like all things, it becomes muscle memory. Oh, um, that's all I got, but uh, make sure you tip the wait staff. And I won't be playing Commodores. That's all true. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Um, so I've had a couple of requests. It's true. We still have one more entertainment for you tonight for your pleasure. Um, so if you plan, if you're planning on tipping, you know, I don't know if you've heard, but we're, we're taking tips up tonight. Um, my plan originally was to take up the tips and then, you know, tell it what we got, have a big announcement, maybe Sunday. Um, but I have some people, multiple people in here that have told me, like, we need to know how short we are, if at all, because Terry's head is getting shaved and Travis's face is getting shaved. So you're going to have to give me a second because what I would like to do, if you're, if you're planning on tipping, please put the tips out now because I am about to take up the tips and do some counting and uh, let y'all know how close we are and then start raising some more money. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I will go ahead and introduce the next, uh, the next speaker, if that's okay with y'all. Uh, this will be our, la you know what, before Alex comes up, we technically have five graduating seniors from men at CCAM. Um, if you don't mind, William, can you please come up here? Please, William. He really loves this kind of stuff. Um, Will has not been coming here since he was a kid. Um, he's been here a very short amount of time, and I told him I wouldn't require him to do a whole bunch because I love him. But you know me, I just can't help myself. Oh, he's, he's, we'd love him so much, but even more so that he's just smitten, guys. He's like a little puppy. Um, and rightfully so, uh, his, he, he's, he's got a significant other that he is in love with. So, Miss Zoe, would you please? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Will has something he'd like to do tonight. No, 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 no I'm, just I'm just kidding, guys. I'm just kidding. Would you like to say anything to the church? No, not really. Thank, thank y'all. <laughs> yeah, uh, he said tip your servers. All right. <laughs> oh, man. You know, he's already graduated. So, if he's like, I'm not coming back, it ain't my fault. He's not in youth anymore. Love you, Will. We really have really uh, loved on Will. He has been an amazing addition to our youth group. Um, we love him. Zoe picked a good one. All right. Uh, for the last speaker, uh, we're going to have Mr. Alex Martin. So give him a round of applause. Kill it. 
Well, I don't know how I can really top that, but ironically enough, I am talking about love tonight, so that's funny. Um, <laughs> um, so before I get started, I just want to thank the thank my parents, thank the church, thank Joel and Serena for giving me this opportunity and getting me to this point, as well as Matt and Allison Leday and Clint and Katie Britton. Those uh, I would say those three couples, along with my parents, have uh, poured into me, you know, a lot. Just you know. They've just really poured into me, made me the person I am today. So, really thankful for that. So, so yeah, I'm going to be talking about the attributes of love slash the importance of love. So, if you go, if you could go to Philippians one nine through eleven, and this is my prayer that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and in depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. And then 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, uh, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. So a while ago, like a year ago, love's been on my heart big for like a year. Um, I was listening to a Chris Valaton podcast. If you, the, for those of y'all who don't know who that is, y'all need to go listen to him because that dude, he's on it. But anyways, in this, he was talking about love and whatever. And he was talking about, you know, his, sometimes he gets frustrated, uh, you know, just that daily life and whatever. And he says, one day I was like, Lord, just give me patience, give me patience. He was like, stop praying for patience, pray for love. He was like, you know, why would you pray for an attribute of it when you can get the whole thing? So with that being said, don't just pray for patience, pray for more love. Don't just pray for discernment, discernment's found in love. Don't pray for kindness, pray for more love. Knowledge, humility, hope, gentleness, compassion, trust, protection, joy, all comes from love. So why would you ask for one apple when you can have the whole tree? So that I just thought that was that was pretty good. So, you know, that's big that's been big on me. Like I'll get frustrated. I get I get mad driving. And I'm just like Lord, just give me more love for these people because I'm not feeling it today. <laughs> so, so yeah. Uh, yeah, and then could you go to Colossians 3, 12 through 14? Okay. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe, yourself with, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Bear with each other and forgive one another. If any of you has a grievance against someone, forgive as the Lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together love is the glue that holds everything together it is a tree and everything else is the branches it makes sense because God is love and God binds all things together as Christians we all have one God we are all binded together from that very from that very basis and so it makes sense that God and love would coincide just like that so I thought that was pretty cool but you need to make sure your heart is right you can give the biggest tithe, largest sacrifice, do the most mission work, serve more than anybody else, but you don't have love, your work is for nothing. If you go to 1 Corinthians 13, 1 through 3, if I speak in tongues of men or of angels, but do not have love, I am only a resounding gong or a, or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have faith that can move mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. If I give all I possess to the poor and give over my body to hardship, that I may boast, but do not have love, I gain nothing. The importance of doing everything with love, even if we don't feel like it, can be underestimated. Just because you're doing things doesn't mean you're doing them out of love. 
Sometimes we aren't feeling love, but that doesn't matter because even when we are feeling it, we should know that we're loving it. What I mean by that is love isn't slash shouldn't be rooted in the feeling, but rooted in God, kind of like Joseph was talking about earlier. You know, love isn't just a feeling. It's, you know, it's rooted in something that's real and true and tried and tested. You know, it never fails because God never fails. His patience and his promise has always been there. His peace and his joy and his mercy has always been there. It's never failed because God is love. So. This is what the church is. Oh wait, I missed something. Okay, this is what the church is supposed to do: show the world what real love is. You judge a person by the fruits they produce, and as Christians, love is one of the main ones we are judged by. Like you know, you have love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. The world looks at all those. They we are judged by our fruits, whether we know it or not. And so, you know, love is one of the main fruits of the spirit. Because I mean, in our day and age, there's a lot of Christians who don't, unfortunately, walk by love and. That's seen and it's evident, and that's why there's some people that are turned away from Christianity because we don't have Christians showing that. So, if you could go to John 13 34 through 35, a new command I give you love one another as I have loved you, so that you so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you're my disciples if you love one another. So, it's pretty self explanatory what I just kind of said. We must love people because. We're asked to. It's we're commanded to. It's part of our purpose and our calling. Um, then First John three eighteen. Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. God is the way, the truth, and the life, and our actions should reflect God's love. So in everything you do, show love. Love merely shouldn't be talk. It should be a lifestyle and a testament to the heart of the Father. Love isn't something to take lightly. It is more weighty than it seems at first glance. So that's about all I have with that. But been saying all that for about a year, so I think it came out pretty okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, but make sure you know you're walking in love and everything you do, and it'll be all right. And if you have any last-minute tips, get them in the jars, just to make Joel's life a little bit more difficult with this. But it's all right. So yeah, I'm about done with that though. So. Great, great word. Uh, quick announcement. Um, I'll get to the uh, money thing in a second. But um, it looks as though the, my hamburger steak was so good that Jenna decided she might just want to have her baby tonight. She's already gone. Her contractions, I think, are about three minutes apart. I don't know if they can stop it at that point. Um, and the good thing is she's not super early. Um, I think she's, what, 37, 36, 37, which is considered al almost full term. Um, so we were going to say a quick prayer for, what, what's, what's the baby's name? Avery. Okay, we're going to say a quick prayer for Avery. Um, and I will forever tell Avery that it was my hamburger steak that did it. All right. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for life. We thank you for joy and peace. We thank you that you are holding Avery in your arms right now. And you are about, you're just spending, spending all the time you can with her. Because you're about to release her into this world, into this church, into this family. I promise you, you're putting her in good hands. Because Avery will be blessed prayed for, loved on, cared for, and birthed 
perfectly, no complications. We know the miracles that you've done and many, many people in here. And we know that this little early thing might seem a little scary, but it's just the earth telling us what we already shouldn't know. But the real truth is that your hands are on it and everything you do is good, Lord. And this is a good thing. Amen. All right. Now that that's out of the way. So we needed 2,300. We did not get 2,300, guys. We raised just shy of $1,800. So I need roughly $550. And Joseph said he would play another song. Um, otherwise, Travis and Terry don't get their head shaved. So... Let me get a hundred dollars here, hundred dollars here. Let me get a hundred dollars here. Let me get a hundred dollars One hundred dollars, one, one, one here, one here, one over here. Get a hundred dollars over here. Let me get a one. Let me get two. Let me get a two. Let me two dollars. Two, two. I got one over here. One. Let me get two. Two dollars over here. I got another two dollars over here. I got twenty dollars. I got twenty dollars. Four dollars. I need a hundred. I need a hundred. Four hundred. Four hundred. Five hundred. Ten. Five hundred. Ten. Five hundred. Ten. All at once. Five hundred. Ten. All. The machine is working. I do take IOUs. Okay, so you give me a quick IOU and we will shave them heads on Wednesday. I need $510. I can PayPal it. What? I got 40 right here. I had I needed 550. This is what I've got. She's got 100, so I need 410. No, we're doing if I don't raise it tonight, Terry won't shave his head. No, no, no. So I need, I got 40 here. She gave me 100. I need 410. 410. Can I get it? 410. We got it. We got it. We got it, boys. Camp is fully funded. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. That's perfect. That's perfect. Camp is funded. All right. So next Wednesday, we will have an event, a live Facebook event. Up, oh, up, oh, up. Oh, yep, yep. Yes, ma'am. Thank you very much. We do have one stipulation with Joseph and Terry. Terry would like Joseph to shave his head. Um, Joseph, we will be doing a razor. It's not a buzz. Shaved. He's shaved. Travis and he'll shave your head. <laughs> buzz, just buzz, just buzz. 